Welcome back to Sounds on Deck, presented by Pepsi. It's Jeff Hem here with you, getting set for Sounds Baseball in St. Paul to kick off a six-game series. And today we bring you part two of our chat with longtime Brewers infield coordinator Bob Missick. And in part two with Bob, after talking about the effects of the ban on the shift among second basemen, I asked him about the effect it has so far this year on third basemen. So you're back to a traditional third base play. So anytime for those years during the shift era, when we would get a third base prospect in, in the draft or however we acquired him, we had to teach him third base. We also had to teach him shortstop. We also had to teach him second because there were times they ended up over on that side of the infield. So they had to learn pivots from both sides of the middle and they had to learn feeds from both sides. And that they usually didn't do that very much. So now they don't have to do that as much. Although Craig Council, our major league manager, wants versatile players. So even if you're just a third baseman, we have them working in the middle because he likes personal players and, and, you know, it just gives you more options. So uh, we still have them work at all that stuff in the middle, the pivots, the feeds. And so, yeah, but we're back to more traditional third base. He's, yeah. he's not moving over the shortstop as much. Is there an adjustment for first baseman now on those in-between balls where in the past they might be thinking, hey, I'm the only guy in the neighborhood here. I got to go get this ball. Now they can maybe cover first initially because, hey, the second baseman's close by. He might get to that ball that in the past he was nowhere nearby. You, you mentioned this earlier in this talk. I mean, that's really what's going on. There's a huge hole over there if he's holding a runner on first base. So we're trying to figure out a way for him to get another step to a ball towards that hole so, so he can help out in closing that gap. Mm -hmm. So we're looking at ways, we're trying things for him to get a head start in that direction so he can cut off another ball or two. And so the second baseman has some help. Um, so yeah, his ability to move and cut a ball off is becoming important too. For Keston Hira, a guy who played a lot of second base, seeing this some time there again this year, first base, occasional outfield, how would you describe him as an infielder and some of the things that you're working with him on, whether it's second base or first base? Well, you know, Keston, when we drafted Keston, he was playing at Cal State Irvine, I believe, in, in college, and he was DHing because his elbow was hurt, and uh, we knew that when we took him, and it's a, it, it still is an issue for him, so throwing is an issue. Um, so it becomes less of an issue when he's playing first base, but he gets, he gets that, that gets challenged once he's a second. Mm -hmm. You just have to be honest, it just does. And uh, that's just something he's trying to figure out. Like uh, he's working with an arm that's, you know, yeah. not where it could be if yeah. it hadn't had the injury. But uh, he, he's a worker, he tries, he gives it everything he got all the time. And, uh, you know, I, he, he's probably a little more suited for first than he is for second, but you know, he's playable at second. Yeah. What are things at first base for him or anybody that you work with guys on? In other words, there's certain things that are innate at any position, but there are other parts of first base, I would imagine, reading the throw, digging the ball out, different things like that, that for when you're in town, you, you want to get some eyes on how a guy is doing in, in a particular category of that position. Yeah, so first base is hugely underrated position. I mean, it's a very difficult position. And they, the first baseman's first priority is to be a receiver for the other infielders. That's number one. If you're good over there around the bag, picking balls out of the dirt, but also making just good decisions and good footwork around the bag, John Singleton is very good at it. Mm -hmm. I mean, and we don't have a way to measure that yet. We can't determine 
how impactful the first baseman is and differentiate between one from another's, and we're working on that. So it makes a huge difference for the first baseman to be an excellent receiver. He's like the catcher is for the pitcher. He's the catcher for the infielders. Mm -hmm. If they trust him over there, they tend to throw the ball a little more free and easy. They don't have to guide it over there. They know he's going to get it. Um, and so it's valuable. Yeah. I mean, you and it's it's under it's underrated if a guy that they're involved in so many plays, pickoff plays, pickoffs from catchers, throws from infielders, and then and then they got their own thing to do sometimes on PFP plays where they're working with a pitcher or throwing to second base. But number one on the priorities being a receiver. Final topic, I would imagine with the disengagement rules for the pitcher. A lot of holding runners and preventing steals now is falling on the pitcher and the catcher. From a middle infield standpoint, is there any role they can play in that? Because the running game across the game is up, and everybody now is trying to make the adjustment defensively. Yeah, well, they know that we're only going to throw over there once or maybe yeah. twice. So they're getting more comfortable with taking chances over there. So they're getting good jumps. So our job in the middle is... If a catcher throws the ball fairly accurately, meaning if he if he throws it on the bag or on the first base side of second, we think though both of those are good throws. And what he needs to do is he needs to let the ball travel. Don't go get it. Let it come to you. Let it travel as far as you can. Let him let the guy tag himself out. So tagging around the bag is a skill. And there are people that are really good at it. And it's a one of those underrated things too. There are huge outs recorded because of good tags around the bag. And it takes a little courage. you got somebody coming in there pretty hard, and you got to be patient and let the ball travel and let the guy tag himself out when it's a good throw. Yeah, Fascinating stuff, as always, Bob. Thank you. Good to see you. Appreciate it. Okay, Jeff. Thank you. Bob Missick, Brewers infield coordinator. This has been Sounds on Deck presented by Pepsi. Stay tuned. The lineups and first pitch are coming up next.